Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. One eight hundred eight two seven Gary. One eight hundred eight two seven G A R Y. If you would like to get a private reading with the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey, um, the podcast is working, Gary. Yeah, uh, because here's how I know this. Some do we get mentioned in the podcast? Is that what, is that what happens? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm always talking about you know what I'm up to in the radio show, you know, and stuff. Yeah, of course. Well, because we we are getting emails from around the world. Will you ask Gary a question? Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm not very nice to them, and I say, well, unfortunately, our time with Gary is our time with Gary. <laughs> You know, you need to call in to get yourself a private reading or call in. You said you take calls on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, we do. And, you know, like, of course, we don't do the emails on the, on the radio, but I do right. on, the, on the podcast. You can email me, and I'll, I, I read all these emails and, and get back to people. It's really fun. As many as you can. A uh, uh, disclaimer, and, and whether, yeah. whether you're saying it or not, I'll say it for you. You can't get to all of them. You can't. It's no, I read them all though, and and it's really it's really fun. And, and you know, if uh, somebody asks me a real interesting question, and gets it kind of gets my attention, and I'll I'll, I'll uh, get back. And so, but it, it's interesting. GarySpivey dot com, and just leave me a little message. As simple as that. There yeah. is, there is a bunch of going to the other side that um, I'm interested to jump to in a second. Let's start with Isela. Um, Gary, let me ask you this again. And I asked you a couple of weeks ago, and, and Isela, this may have something to do with yours. Um, okay. Is the world is the world out of whack right now? Uh, yes. Because so, somebody was saying that that I, I've noticed a number of people that their world is turbulent. Right. And well, the, and then like Isela's got weird stuff happening in her house and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, what's going on? Okay, so I moved into this house literally the end of May. I had just had surgery, moved in. Um, Everything was fine. The first time I went to cook, I li- I've cooked. I love cooking. I've never had any experience like this. I literally almost chopped my whole my whole fingertip off. Like I even cut the nail. Blood a lot. Like two three days later, I baked something in the oven. I burned my whole arm. A couple days later, I was rearranging furniture, and my sixty five inch TV just. Went, just the whole screen just shattered. Um, and just little things have been happening to me only. Well, I had asked my sister, you know, just, I don't know. Do you, I walk in, I smell. The house to me stinks. Nobody else doesn't stink to anybody else. My sister had this weird dream. I've had three infant losses at five months each pregnancy um, for my kids because I do have a living baby. And... She said that in my in her dream, all my kids were at their age appropriate, like they would be eleven, twelve, and a month old. So and and I was taking care of them. All of them had 
some difficulties. But the, all they would say to her is, please tell my mom we're not happy here at this house. This house stinks. And we're not happy. So, of course, okay. it depressed me. Okay. Since I've lived Second here, I've been more depressed. Like, ah! Okay. Is this, yeah, you need to let yeah. Gary talk. Now. Yeah, I could just fix it. See, <laughs> when I look at your house and see, everybody can fix it, you know, if, if they want to. And so uh, what it amounts to, the, the, the beat that's going on in everybody's world is the light is spiraling clockwise around your head very fast. That's the light, okay, the, the heaven on earth vibe. And now the hell on earth vibe is equally spiraling really fast counterclockwise. And so you'll get spun into that nasty vibration energy. And that thing is where, you know, you cut the end of your finger off, you know, kind of like Jimmy Kimmel cut himself, you know, everybody's cutting themselves. Like yeah. that. I cut my finger weirdly. I had a, I had a wine glass explode and cut my finger. You know how and I did there was no reason for that. And so, but, but there's these crazy little things that, that are occurring. And so, but I can fix it. And so, and you can too, just imagine a clockwise spiral of light. If you're looking down at the top of your house from the sky and, and, and there, and you'll see it just the darkness cracked off now. And I see all this light going into your house and everything got just whished away. And so if you notice, I mean, that sounds like a silly little thing to say, but that's how you meditate. And so, and I was actually really doing it. And if you notice, you'll feel really warm all over now. See how you feel kind of warm and lightheaded, different feeling, feel it. Yeah. And your sinuses are okay. Okay, now you got your light back in your body. And see, everybody needs to meditate like that and just imagine that clockwise spiral of golden rainbow-colored light going around your head. From the, if you're looking down at the top of your, your head from the sky, that's the easiest meditation to do. GarySpivey.com, there's tons of meditations on there. Every podcast has a, a different meditation, and it teaches you how to do all this. And you can fix yourself. Anyone can do it. I, you know, it's easy. But okay. see, now you won't have that bad luck. Okay. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks. All right, see ya. Um, Boy, I'm not sure which one to go to first. Lauren, we'll get to you in two seconds. Marcella, hi. 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 So um, what happened with Grandma? She just, her time? No, no. She had a a big mass in her stomach, and Mm. they were trying to determine if it was cancer or not. They did two biopsies, and it came out negative. But we couldn't determine what it was before she passed away. And then she also had a perforation in her esophagus that was pretty big. And um, they ended up putting a stent in her esophagus and uh, didn't work. And um, they took her off, like, um, you know, IVs and stuff and just kind of all her children. She has 10 children kind of decided, you know, she's suffering more than she should. So they decided to let her go. But she was very hesitant. To but that's so that. weird. They don't know what the mass was in her stomach? No. It came out negative for cancer, but um, the doctors just kept saying, well, you know, even if it's negative, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's cancer. So, mm-hmm. But it well, was I, more like the preparation that so kind of affected her. For my, my grandfather went that way, and it's, it's horrible. I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry. Here, here's what I see. Uh, they, they really kind of botched the, um, the biopsy. And uh, I think they know that they did. They took the wrong tissue. <laughs> Sometimes they just mess up. And so, uh, but I see that it was cancer, and there was not one tumor, but there was two. I don't know if they told you that. And so, uh, but there was, there was actually two. And I, but as I look, I, I see she also had uh, esophageal cancer. And so that's really what all that was. 
And so, and usually, that's a pretty serious situation where usually there's not a recovery, but but it's in the, and it gets ugly at the end. So, so uh, that's what it was. Good to know. I mean, so that's that's really what what occurred. And so, but I see Grandma on the other side. The good news is, um, she's showing me shiny shoes and clicking her heels together and being quite silly and dancing around. So. <laughs> She's not a sick old lady over there, she says. And so, but she's actually young. She's laughing. She sticks her tongue out at you, shakes her fist, does a twirl. <laughs> you know, she was crazy like that, right? Yeah. Okay. She, she was. I'm just yeah. so happy she's okay because she was very hesitant to pass. She's just yeah, well, she was she don't want to die. She was just afraid. But she said, she said if she knew it was that easy, she'd have went sooner. She said it's, she said it's great. She's laughing. She's with holding hands with her mother actually, and so and so that's what I see. So she was close with her very, and uh, I smell food cooking. She's laughing again. Everything is beautiful. Her heaven's great. You know, she's around <sighs> you guys all the time, and she says, "Quit worrying about me. I'm good. I'm good. Tell her I'm good." And she screams and yells. She's crazy, funny, right? She was always like that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She well, was. She's well, she, amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Gary. I just feel so much better. Yeah, she's good, honey. Awesome. She's good. She loves it. Thanks, Marcella. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it sucks. And it always, I, I always tell everybody, losing, losing pets and grandparents yeah. are the worst. It's just the worst. It's the unconditional love, man. Yeah, most times... Most times, those are the people you only have positive mm-hmm. memories of. Like I said, my my grandpa went that way too. They they um they kept me away from him. Oh, I never wow. saw I never saw him when he was sick. I just heard the stories, you know. Obviously, later on, it's rough. Cancer's cancer's a mother. I'll just say it. Cancer's a mother. Um, Lauren, we're so sorry for your loss as well. A car accident last weekend. Yes, I don't know if you guys heard, it was on Cobol and Sands. My friend, she worked at the Venetian. Um, She was 35. Um, She crashed. She she didn't make it. She passed away at the scene. And I'm just devastated. Everybody's devastated. Sure. It's, It's crazy. And she was very spiritual, so I just want to know if Gary can tell me anything, because... I'm just like, I have no idea why she left. Yeah. She's, um, I see her on the other side, and uh, she's laughing, and not, she's not crying. She's not upset. She tells you to be okay, be okay. No, she's with you. Uh, she says she got her wings. She's, so she's making uh, jokes and laughing and says she's got her wings. And so uh, some people have the energy of an angel. And, uh, and so when she was really kind of like an angel incarnate, if you would, an angel that's in a human body, uh, she did all kinds of good stuff for people for no reason. And so just because... Oh, my God, yes, she did. She was a doer. Mm-hmm. And so, but she says that now she understands things and sees things good. But she says now she just gets to be your angel from over there. Uh, she's talking about other people that were in her world. If you can help take care of them a little bit, she'd appreciate it. And so... Um, she's talking about her son. And he's seven years old. Right. And so, oh, my God. Yeah, and two other people besides him. So I don't know if that's a pet and somebody else, a human. <laughs> but anyway, she's showing me from that angle it looks a little different. And so but there's three people, three three beings who she wants you to help with. And so she uh, now touches uh, – uh, Puts her, she grabs your hand. I saw her reach for you, and she give her, grabs your hand right then. One hand's hot, I'm thinking. And um, you feel that? So your hand's I hot. Think- 
Yeah. Okay, she's holding your hand. She's that close in. She loves you very, very much. Tell everybody and uh, tell her little booger uh, she loves him, okay? She called him Boogs. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just quoted her. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you so much. Oh. Wow. Thank you, Lauren. He is the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. Man, man. Yes. Gary, that's amazing. That Spence and I just looked at you and went, that just happened? <laughs> I've never heard him refer to a kid as booger. That it's little booger. My, no, ever. it's not in my vocabulary. <laughs> she called him boogs. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. All right, Lauren, we'll see you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Holy. All right, then. <laughs> You just creep me out. <laughs> just, for the record, you just creep me out. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to know when, when people that we love die, they're not dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, truth. It's just nice to know. Truth, yeah. 1-800-827-GARY, 1-800-827-GARY. The, uh, the podcast tapping in with Gary Spivey is fresh every Sunday. Yeah. And apparently we make an appearance every once in a while. So, all you right. Do. So, all right, then. Um, I guess we'll get you next week, then. Okay, guys. I'll see you then. Thanks, buddy. Have a good time. All right. What do you want to ask Gary Spivey? Avery's got a mom who is sadly in a nursing home. And my mom was in a nursing home, too. And they took really good care of her. And and uh, But you're worried that something's going on, Avery, with mom in the nursing home. No, Tell she just hung up, actually. Uh, Sorry. Well, let me answer this question really quick, Gary, since he wasn't able to hold on. Uh, his mom either has Alzheimer's and is misplacing things and hiding money, or the staff is stealing things. Which is it, Gary? Uh, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, uh, she's absent-minded, but how and, and a little Alzheimer-like. Okay. Uh, but they they also the biggest problem is I see them giving her double and triple medication mm. uh, to sedate her so they can steal her stuff. So I hate hearing about stuff like that. My so gosh, that okay, needs to check on that. Andrew is on the phone. Andrew's worried that his wife is cheating. Andrew, talk to Gary about this. What's going on, Andrew? Hi. Good morning. Um, well, basically, my main worry is that my wife uh, has been messing around with my best friend for quite some time. He uh, felt bad about it and sent me some audio recordings of them that are very incriminating. She's claiming that it was just very innocent, and I just need to know, basically. Why would your friend, number one, that's a rotten thing to do to your yeah. best friend, although yeah. that happens all the time. I've known three or four couples in the last 10 years who somebody slept with their husband's best friend or vice versa. But what's his point in trying to out himself and and, and throw your wife under the bus? What, what's his point, Andrew? Uh, blatantly, his point was he was trying to convince me to divorce her to and remain friends with him, saying that he was drunk and that he didn't know what he was doing. But she's tried it multiple times, so... What do you see, and, Gary? What's really going on? Well, she probably just told you she kissed him, right? Uh, she said it was a back rub. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I see that, you know, a lot more than a back rub, two times, maybe three, two and a half. Kind of, that's what I read. And so, so that's your answer. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andrew, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to hear about that. No kidding. Hey, all right. So, Gary, we found somebody on the phone here. Um, uh, their name is Lindsay. Now, mm-hmm. Lindsay texted me a little while ago at KDWB 15391. Right. She has a very interesting question okay. about her mother and a connection with it. I'll let Lindsay tell you. Lindsay, what's going on with your mama? What's up? Yes. Um, hi, Gary. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> she um, 
has claimed or he has been going to counseling for years and and has um, um, something called DID. And what now is DID? her Can latest, you tell us? well, apparently multiple personality disorder. I see. And okay. her latest thing is she thinks she has con- um, spiritual connections to animals, and one of them now is um, a loon. Um, a loon at your lake. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, none of us are sure we believe her. Um, how, is this stuff going on with her? But you also said in your text, I want to make sure that I get this right. You said she kind of turns her personalities off and on, like she can turn her mental problems off when it yes. want, when it's convenient for her, and she can turn them on when it's easier for her to maybe lay in bed all day. Yes. That type of thing. So when she's, when she, okay, stop it, Steve. Does mom, what's going on with mom? Quick answer, Gary. I know you probably talk about mom for a long time, but what do you got? Well, this is, you know, she is actually spiritually gifted, all tangled up, very possessed, lots of, lots of multiple personality problems, um, kind of turning into her mother a little bit. Um, and but just got all kinds of uh, things around her. I cleared her demons off. But Dave, believe it or not, she does have a spiritual connection of the highest level uh, with this loon. With a loon, yes. Gary. Come on, you're making this. No, up. I'm not. It's a loon. No, I had a connection with a pelican. No, <laughs> Gary, you are crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. I believe you, but it makes me laugh. So that's his spirit animal. Yeah, is a pelican, and then her spirit animal is a loon. Well, she's got a connection, and so this okay. is really and, and many times a, a high spirit, a high angel, or God can come through an animal. Could be a dog, a cat, a horse. Could be a loon. I had a pelican. I had a dolphin. You know, so I mean, I think she's really connected with this loon. You see, now it doesn't mean she's not loony, but she's, right? but it <laughs> is she's a little crazy. But uh, you know, with her all of her other stuff, and she's is she a hustler. turning it is she turning it off and on at her convenience? Oh yeah, she's theory. a total hustler. Right, people do that. Yeah, Lindsay, she's yeah. a hustler. That's what I think. So what can Lindsay do to make it easier? Should she say, "Mom, I know you're full of it"? She should, you know, a Southern expression. That's nice. <laughs> just so don't go, don't just go with don't it. get into it with her, no. but don't. Yeah. That's nice. That's yeah. good answer. Tammy's got something going on with her wedding. Now, she's is it your sister's wedding, Tammy, or is it your wedding? And tell me what's up with the drama with the wedding. It is my sister's wedding, okay. and she's getting married in a couple weeks. And I just found out that my fiancé is not invited, but my ex-boyfriend is. What? Why? That's what I want to know. <laughs> What'd your sister say? Well, you have to ask her, right? I'm sorry, what was that? What, what did your sister say? You asked her, yeah? I asked her if she invited him, and she said, yeah, why? And I said, why? And she goes, because I can. Wow. Okay. That weird. That, that would weird. be so... Well, may, is it possible that she's not crazy about your fiancé, but she really likes your ex-boyfriend because it meant a lot to her? Maybe she was, like, really friendly with him back in the day. Yeah? She didn't like him at the time I was dating him, so that's why I'm really confused. I mean, I'm... I know they don't like my fiancé now, but, well... Well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Maybe the, the, okay, that's too ahead. bad. Sorry. Well, you know, Gary, what do yeah. you think? What's it, going it's on? It's really, you know, for her, you know, when people have weddings, it's their day. And mm-hmm. uh, and some people, you, this sister always throws daggers at you and sticks them in your back, right? Always. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, is just, this is just a dagger. This is another dagger, and it was her way to figure it out uh, to put a dagger in your back. And so that's just what she does. And so it's her day. She gets to vote. She can do what she wants. Invite. Why, do you, why are some sisters so mean to each other? I would think it. Why are people mean to each other? I know, yeah, but just, I would think especially sisters. Well, I I think that um, with her, she's one upping. She's passive aggressive. You know, her her new marriage will last probably maybe a year because uh, of the passive aggressive problems. She's very passive aggressive, right? Yes, and she even disinvited my daughter to be in the wedding. Oh my gosh! Yeah, 
Well, Why? Yeah. What was the reason for that one? Because she didn't like the way she was talking about her fiance. <laughs> do you like your sister's fiance? I think he's fine. Okay, do you? Okay, good. Good to know. Um, mm. Sorry that's all going on, Tammy, but no you know kidding. what? It's just, uh, it does happen. So it makes me really happy that my family's relatively boring and we oh. just don't. I mean, they're not normal. Yeah. They're relatively boring, though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing to remember. Okay, we do have uh, this is an interesting one. I don't know if we've ever had this before. Brenda wants to know if you can sense death coming. Brenda, why do you want to ask that question? What's going on? Well, because um, he's my best friend, and lately, you know, for the last few months, he's been telling me, you know, I really think this is it. I think this is the year that I'll be checking out. And I go, oh, don't talk so stupid. I said, you know, why do you keep saying that? And he goes, I just, he goes, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just feel it. I just, I just think this is it. This is, this is the year. And, and you know, he's this- a big hunter and everything, and it's not that he's depressed. Because I'm in the medical field, and I know that, you know, you can't predict it. But I, I, I don't know. It's just something that, if it's true, I'd like to prepare myself. Gary, is he really sensing death, or is this some sort of a false premonition? Uh, it's a couple of things. He He's really thinking about it because he had a family member that died at his upcoming age. Um, I don't know if you know about that. That was a grandfather, an uncle. There was maybe a couple of people that that died. And, and so he's a little uh, freaked out because of that. I don't even think he knows that's the reason why. And uh, he has a little anxiety sometimes, and he has uh, his heart will race. He has little heart palpitations and things. And so, so, but that's what it is. But I don't see him dying. I don't think so. Yeah. I tell this, I've told this story before, and I used to be engaged to somebody, a wonderful person, and she was absolutely certain she would die when she was 34. And I said, you don't know that for sure. And she would get, I mean, so upset. She'd say, don't. Tell me I'm wrong. I've known since I was a little girl I'm going to die when I'm 34. That's so weird. She's now, she's now 50 years old. Yeah. She right. never died. And I never rubbed it in say, see, I told you so. But it was like, I think we have these false premonitions. We're really certain that it's going to happen. But there's, I mean... I don't know. It just it doesn't always. This is an in very uh, all, it's different. We've got uh, I think it's Haley on the phone and Haley is looking for something that is missing. Haley, tell me what's going on. What's missing? Why are you looking for it? Hi. Well, my boyfriend, he died three months ago and he was a mechanic and he had this John Deere tire gauge that was very like important to him. And we cannot seem to find it. And I was wondering if Gary would know where to look or whatnot. First of all, I'm sorry to hear about your boyfriend. Yeah. Thank you. He had a John Deere, like a treasured prize John Deere tire gauge. Yeah. And you can't find it anywhere. Yeah, and it's really random, but it was important to him. You bet. Gary's going to tell you where it is. Okay. It's in the back of a drawer that would be um, sort of, he had some tools in the drawer and had junk in the drawer. It would have had tape. It may be okay. there's a screwdriver, a, power, a pair of pliers, you know, one of those junk drawers. It sounds like okay. my drawer. I'm going to check mm-hmm. my drawer in my kitchen <laughs> when I get home. There. I've got that same drawer with pliers. Me too. Yeah. There's a crescent yeah, a wrench in there. Has, there's has a screw, a sharpie. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's in the back of the drawer, all the way in the back. You still have it. In the back of the drawer. Okay. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Haley. Okay, thank you. Um, here's um, a quick email. My son woke up this morning to tell me that our neighbor, who is a single mom, had $2,000 stolen out of her bedroom. What? It was in a box in her dresser drawer, and the box was on the top of her dresser empty. I need to know if it was one of my kids or my nephew. I trust them, but I want to make sure. This is a good friend of mine, and this money is all she has. What do you see? I don't think it was the the older kid. It was the next to the oldest kid that she has. It was not the nephew. 
So it was one of her kids. Was one of her kids. When I say that, I got really warm in my chest and feet. And so her own same. kids are stealing money, $2,000 from mom? No, from the no, neighbor. from the neighbor. From the neighbor? Yeah. Wow. Hey. That's awful. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want to talk to Holly? She's 21. Do we got to take a break? Are we good for, are we good no, for that? No, we're good for another 10 minutes. Okay, cool. Holly. Yeah, let's talk to Holly and find out what's Hello. going on. Hello. What's going um, on? I'm calling because I'm wondering. Um, I'm getting married at the age of 21 to my high school sweetheart. And um, a lot of people have that negative stigma of getting married at such a young age and being naive. And I'm wondering if I'm making a mistake by going with my gut feeling of marrying him. Like, I don't want to be naive. Well, here's here's what I'm seeing. You know, everybody's screaming now, you know, at the radio and at me saying, yes, tell her she's making a mistake. Of course, you're 21. Uh, you, you need to figure things out a little better. Uh, but I don't think so. I think he's really your soulmate. And so sometimes oh. people just know. And sometimes yeah. people get married young and it works. And so usually it don't. Uh, but in, in yeah. your situation, I feel great about it. I think he's a wonderful person. He's very supportive and he's totally in love with you and you're totally in love with him. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I, he went off to college while I stayed home and raised our son. Right. And so I always wondered, like, I, if he's ever done anything shady or cheated on me. But I don't think he did, has, but I just, you never know. Mm. You know, yeah. know I got to tell you, there's a red flag right there. I don't want to be like the bad guy in this whole conversation. But you should never wonder. I've never been engaged or married or anything with somebody who I wondered whether it was up to something shady. That just doesn't, it's like, well, God, I wonder, I mean, I get it, but you kind of, that's like the preliminary, you know, if but, you but get I would to the say, point. Wouldn't you say, though, at the same time, it's like, she didn't no. say that he was shady and no, there was some she's shady wondering, stuff. No, no, she's well, wondering college. whether he's up to something shady. You find that out. Have you, Steve, have you ever wondered whether Christy was up to something shady? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I yeah, don't, don't you remember when she found the lipstick in his car and she thought he was up to something very shady? And it wasn't. Yeah, but, but I don't it's kind of like college. And I'll give you another one. You automatically I, I, again, think how old, how old is your son? Is she still there? No, I just hung up on her. Okay, no, you wonder. I mean, lots of people have kids at a young age, but if you were irresponsible enough to have a kid when you were like eighteen years old, and and I don't care what you say, if you have a kid when you're eighteen years old, you're irresponsible because you have you don't, and we've all been irresponsible. It doesn't make you a horrible person. No. But I just wonder what other patterns of immaturity this couple has. I don't want to be the bad guy here, but I think that's why everybody's saying, "Hey, you're too young to get married." You're wondering whether your boyfriend's up to something shady. I don't know. Nah. I don't think he was. I, I'm, gonna, right. I'm on his side. I really All don't right. see him a, a cheater. I think he's just going to college trying to get to where he can make enough money to take care of her. And that's good. He's too. going to college. I mean, that's that's yeah. good. I think he's Tammy's done, yeah. on the phone. Tammy wants to know whether her... Tammy's not, gone. We can go to Brianna. How about Brianna? Uh, we had Brianna a little while ago. No, this is another Brianna oh, no, Brianna. Yep, I got it. Brianna. Tra- is it your friend that's trying to move out and she keeps coming up with excuses? Or what's the story, Bree? in a really controlling and emotionally abusive relationship and she's trying to get out of there but lately she's been really sick and I'm wondering if her boyfriend is drugging her and if so will she make it out of the situation so, on time. So you have a friend, I've totally got this wrong, you have a friend, she's she's living with a guy, he's totally controlling, she's trying to get out of this relationship and move out but she's been lately too sick to move out yeah, she keeps telling me that she's sick and that she's been not very clear-headed 
Um, I asked her if she thought she was drugging her, and she said it wouldn't be the first time. What? Wow. Uh, Is that something you should call the police about? Yeah, well, I I think that this is true, um, but the twist in the story is this. I think she's aware of the drugs. So I think she's realizing that she's taking drugs. And so... So she's um, just as guilty as Yeah, a person that does a lot of drugs will lie to you. You know? And so I just see her... I think she's lying. And I think... She she is in recovery. There we go. Okay. All right. All right. She's on drugs. Do you think she'll make it out on time? Uh, I think she will leave and come back. So, more of the same. All right. Do I do Suzanne, Dave? Yep, let's do Suzanne. Uh, Suzanne, question for Gary Spivey. What do you got, Suzanne? Um, Hi. Um, So, my boyfriend of a year has been separated from his wife for three, and they're finally going through this horrifyingly messy divorce. And basically, he's trying for custody, and I don't know if we're going to survive him having a daughter. Um, so I was basically just asking if, you know, are we going to survive this whole thing? What do, you, what do you mean? This this is, tell me, tell me, this is so vague. What do you mean survive him having a daughter because of bad custody? What does that even mean? Um, I'm not ready to have kids, and she's a 15-year-old girl, and I'm just not really ready for all of that. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm just, I'm not sure... So you're not sure if your relationship's going to survive having a 15-year-old basically part of it because that's what he has. He has a kid with her. Right. Yeah. And I see the 15-year-old not being the nicest 15-year-old. No, doesn't seem like it. Yeah, not at all. And the 15-year-old's basically her mother. And so, uh, and then some, I hear. So this is going to be pretty, pretty tough. Will you survive it? Yes, you, you will. You actually will survive it. And so you'll be better at this than you think. Uh, but this is what you do. Sometimes you have to dig deep for the person you're in love with. And I see you're really in love. So it looks good. It looks oh. like you, you'll get through it. But, but she'll do better once she's with you guys. Part of the time, she won't be with you full time. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Uh, I wonder how often that happens where somebody's getting into a relationship and the, they love the person, they love the, the, the new father, the partner, but their kid is just rotten and wants to all sabotage. I bet it would happen all the time. time? <laughs> yeah, all the time. I get asked that question so many times. Yeah. Uh, it, it can be one of the, the biggest problems in a relationship are the, are the kids that already exist, and yeah. especially when they're haters. Yeah. When these little guys are haters, you know, and so and they've been taught well. So. Fallon, you got an email? I do. My stepmom has been hearing voices, and this is the second time. First time was a couple of years ago, and she started make, uh, taking medicine, and it worked. Now, a month ago, it started happening again. She takes the medicine, so she says, and it doesn't always work. She has been to the dentist and is going to have her fillings switched out to non-mercury fillings. She has been to a hypnotherapist and is going to continue going to see if that works. Will any of these help stop the voices no um i could fix it really really quick i can do it right now it's not hard okay. uh, there's a certain type of demon i call them psycho demons mm-hmm. and these are the demons that whisper in people's ear or head uh, and will sometimes jump in a person and uh, make them do crazy things like you know kill that person run over that person Jeez, okay. shoot some people you know and so you'll hear these voices in your head sometimes and so that's a it's a they're like psycho demons i just got rid of it she learned to meditate and uh, clear her energy um it'd re- be real simple she'd be fine That's what it is. Uh, Here's one, Gary, via text at 53921. Uh, My ex-husband's in the hospital for a severe brain injury. His now girlfriend told the police that he got it when he jumped out of the car while they were arguing. But we all think that she did something. I don't know whether she hit him over the head or pushed him out of the car or what. 
did he really jump out of the car while arguing? Because people yes. have done stupid like stuff like this. Yeah. No, this is what, and this is where the brain injury came from. Sure. That's what I see. So he jumped out of the car while arguing. That's how he got it. Right. Okay. Uh, do you want to do one last question? And it's a cute one, Dave. Let's do. I think it's Rochelle on the phone. Uh, Rochelle, question for Gary Hi. Spivey. What do you want to know? My daughter has teddy bear cuddles. She's eight. And we have lost cuddles for about a month now. And she doesn't sleep well without it. So it's kind of been a disaster. And I want to know if you can see where cuddles is. Cuddles is inside of a pillow or inside of a pillow case. But okay. I see it's stuck in a pillow or a pillowcase. At my house or at her dad's house? Her dad's house. Inside a pillowcase at her dad's house. Right. Stuck in a pillow under the pillow somehow on a bed that doesn't get slipped you, in. Because the good thing about this is you know nobody stole Cuddles. Nobody would no. steal right. Cuddles. So it's just it's an old bear that she loves. Yeah. Cuddles just ran off to Hollywood to star in Ted oh my 3. God. <laughs> He's going to be now, in Ted 3. Cuddles. He's be Ted 3. Now, you don't know this, but yeah. Cuddles has always had an eye for the limelight. Yeah. So, and he Cuddles, loves dropping acid. Too. Cuddles is okay. right now on a Greyhound bus <laughs> to Orange County. So it's Good pretty friend. exciting. Yeah. Watch for Cuddles in Ted 3 with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Hey, Rochelle, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Gary, yes. we love you. Okay, call Gary for a reading. 1-800-827-GARY. <laughs> Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number's 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.